Hey, Barstool Rundown listeners. You can find us every Monday through Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Rundown, Tuesday, <clears throat> February 7th. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Um, all right. First topic. Uh, Tom Brady. Um, on his, uh, I guess, are we pumping a competitor here with the Let's Go podcast? I mean, he's retired. but Yeah, I mean, he's the GOAT. I he's think the we, GOAT. Now's the time to give him his flowers, if any. Yeah, yeah, fair. There will come a time where you have to draw a line in the sand and say, hey, it's us and you. Yeah. It's Barstool and let's go. It's uh, busting with the boys and yeah. let's go. But right now, it's about giving him the, the tip of the cap. Yeah. Tom Brady is the goat of all goats. Yep. Um, so on his podcast, Let's Go, he had Bill Belichick on. Um, Belichick giving him his flowers, saying that he was uh, you know, the greatest player, greatest career, uh, just a great person, etc. Um, other guys going on the show, um, his parents, Gronk, Peyton Manning, Mahomes, etc. Um, what do you guys think about Bill Belichick? And obviously, you know, not his current coach, but his longest tenured coach, giving him his due, obviously right after he calls it a career. Let's start with Taylor. I think it's one of those things like, yeah, that's great that Bill Belichick did that, but also like Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. He's the greatest athlete that's ever been on this earth. So everyone's going to give him flowers. It's nice that Bill Belichick did it because when you look at him in his, his media interviews, he sits there, he gives one-word answers, half-a-sentence answers, and you're yep. like, hey, we never really get anything out of this guy. Yep. When him to, for him to go on and give Tom the flowers the way he gave Tom the flowers is, is an incredible tip of the cap to Tom. But, I mean, we all know what we're dealing with here. This is the greatest professional athlete to ever live on this earth, and that is Tom Brady. I really? think that part's debatable as far as well, yeah, it's obviously it's, Everything's debatable, bud. Greatest, 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 greatest sports career. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about just strictly athlete, like you're the boy can't run, he can't athlete. jump, he can't <laughs> yeah. do it. Like, we're not talking greatest, about that. Greatest yes. athlete to walk the planet, That's I think is what you said. Greatest, wa- greatest athlete to walk the be- Greatest sports career in the history of mankind. Yeah. Is that better? I, yeah, no, I agree with that. that okay. I, I agree. Yeah, I'm glad we found ourselves. We weave through that web. Well, no, yeah. I was feeling something when you kept saying that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, Taylor said it. Like, Belichick always giving his little... He's always battling the media, right? Yep. And so for him to yeah, go... Yeah, it's a weird game. Yeah, to go on a little bit on Tom's podcast, you know, we'd love that moment busting with the boys. But <laughs> with, Tom, with Tom Brady, like, doing it at that kind of level for as long as he has, like, it takes an insane... You know, Max was saying it downstairs, Max Homa, like a delusion about yourself mm-hmm. yeah. to sustain a career that long. Like, 23 years, like, every year he's... Sending out, he's, he's taking receivers and sending them to, you probably know, where, yep. where is it at? Out in like the mountains somewhere? Where Tom Brady? Field? Yeah. I mean, he, 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 he did it with us. He did it at a high school at Bentley, like a 
private high right, school. Right, but he's always like, uh, you know. He's organizing he, trips for. He's always yeah. organizing trips for his guys. He's always like, when you talk about contracts and everything else, he's never been like, you know, the guys who are trying to get as greedy as possible, the highest amount of yep. money possible. Never he's always that. taking less money. Obviously, he's compensated well, but he's always like taking less money for other uh, teammates to come on board for them to go get other free agents and like win championships. And I mean, fuck, man, he's won seven seven titles and to play 23 years at that level like he is the greatest football player to ever play the game yeah, yeah. he talks a lot about his him and his kids and he's hoping that literally he looks at his competitive nature as somewhat of a disease like it's yeah. so much it's so overwhelming and you need some of that to become what tom has has become and he literally says i hope my kids don't have this i hope my kids are able to live quote unquote normal lives <laughs> right. so that like they can like go and feel like all the ups and downs of what a regular life is also that Tom has not been able to feel because he has whatever is loose in that brain. So he's given us the career that we've been able to all sit back and watch since we were kids. Yeah. And like, right? you know, too, as uh, as playing football, it's like you kind of need yep. um, at some point in your career whether it's luck, opportunity, uh, a situation for you. And like a quote that uh, Tom had talking about it, I had someone that really saw something in me that not a lot of people did. Like when he got his opportunity, when Bledsoe went down and taking advantage of that opportunity, like you kind of need that perfect recipe at times. And I feel like he obviously found that with him and Belichick when they won, what, uh, six, they won six titles together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's, he's, yeah. he's a stud. Some would say his seventh was his most important, but that's for another day. I would say, Some would say so. what is most important? Yeah. Seventh. Seventh. His seventh ring is the most important. You yeah. left, and the question was, who's going to do what? Is Belichick going to yeah. win? Is Tom Brady going to win? Yeah. How are they gonna, is one of them going to win without each other? Yeah. Tom did that. And yep. I think the big question, what Will just said there, is like, what, that was obviously a, a, a battle that the media painted for all of us. And I'm sure they both felt that, like, I can be successful without this individual. Yeah. Obviously, you know they Tom, did. Obviously, Tom has so far has won <sighs> that. Now, it's, it's yet to be seen if Bill Belichick, how long he's going to be with the Patriots, how long he's going to be still the coach of the Patriots and doing it in the NFL if he can go and get himself another ring with a Mac Jones and stuff like that. But, I mean, Tom really won, won that battle in, in a big way. Not to, not to bring it on us at all, but I, did, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Tom Brady I was did message Will Compton. <laughs> yeah. He did message Will Compton, whether well, it was actually Tom Brady, whether it was Tom Brady, it doesn't yeah, matter. followed you. Apparently it was his guy. It doesn't matter. Well, no, don't, don't, Tom don't Brady with the, the blue check on that. the blue bird. Yeah, there's, a, there's the a hater sitting in the living room right now, but yeah, Uh-oh. somebody was really trying to steal my steal the moment. No, I mean, me and you both posing our undies yesterday. I thought we both looked pretty good. Uh, you look solid. We look solid too. Uh, Thanks, yeah, I mean, yeah, one hand can't you, fully. You see cover. an opportunity like I want to say our boy, uh, one of our producers, Garrett. He saw like this photo and he's like, "Hey, Will," or he's like, "When do you guys need to go into the room and do it?" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out Garrett on yeah, that. That I'll was go, a, that I'll was go a go big heads up move. Going into this room back here, to <laughs> yeah. get a photo. I'm like, "Hey, right. make sure the bar still pillow." Gets a little offset, so that's in it too. And fortunately, like uh, Tom, quote tweeted it, yeah. put it out. Let's do a little, let's do a little merchandise yeah. swap. And that was uh, that was massive. I was like a like a giddy kid, like saying like, oh, fucking Tom Brady. Right. Like, well, we, we were sitting at lunch yesterday, and Will goes, "Boys, we've done it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like that. But that is the imposing figure that Tom Brady is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We've played in the league. We've done yes, it. We've bro. literally been on the field practicing against Tom, and we literally look across the field. Like, Holy fuck, that's Tom Brady, dude. Yeah. It's so cool. He's like he is that dude. Yeah, for him life. to yeah. hit, literally DM or uh, tweet you. Follow you and DM you. I'm sitting here as a Michigan Michigan man, yeah. Yeah. going fuck. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. You know? I'm kind of like, damn, that's amazing. He's like, yeah. I'm fired up for you, but I'm a little, I'm a little tired. I was, and I'm, I'm stoked because at the end of the day, if the boy comes on the podcast, it's going to be amazing. He wears the merch. That's also an incredible thing. But yeah. you know, it's all going to work out. It's going to transcend downwards. It's going to fill up. But also, yeah, what a moment for Will Compton. Hey, but you're, but you're right though. Like one of my, uh, 
first aha moments are like, holy fuck, I'm really out here, mm-hmm. was when I started to, I was gonna say it was like my third game starting, mm-hmm. and it was against the Patriots. We got our ass whooped out in uh, Foxborough. But Tom is out there and he's like, he's like, Mike's 51, Mike's 51. And I'm literally sitting there like, holy fuck. I'm he's the pointing Mike. at me. <laughs> and he's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, he knows exactly what I'm doing. But I was really like, yo, Tom Brady is pointing out my number, and I'm on the same field as him right now. We did get our ass whipped, though. But it's like I was about like to carve this boy like, up. That was like my first, like, yeah. man, this is fucking awesome, like, yeah. moment in the NFL. Right. Um, yeah, Tom is incredible. Speaking of moments that were not awesome, uh, Stephen A. Smith and Jay Williams going at each other in what seems like kind of a personal thing yesterday. I think it was on first take. Um, shout out Molly Kiram for doing a great job kind of hosting uh, and kind of mediating this, but they kind of went at each other in what seemed like, you know, it started off as an argument about Kyrie, but then just transformed into like, these guys don't fuck with each other. Kind of a personal beef. It got yes. Icy. Yeah. Yes. Who do you guys side with on this? Um, a lot of people siding with Stephen A. Jay Williams just saying like the word interesting and basically not taking a stance well, on something. Yeah, the, yeah. Word, the word interesting is nothing more than an insurance policy so he can fill both sides and he doesn't get both sides mad at him. He's, he's, like, yeah. he's like, hey, this is something that I'm viewing from the outside without yes. putting an opinion on it. I know that because your boy does that a lot. And I'm always <laughs> playing the game of like, don't want to piss this person off too much, don't want to piss that person yeah. off too much. Stephen A did an incredible job of instigating the situation saying, hey, quit saying that. Yeah. Quit saying that this is interesting. Like, tell me how you feel. Tell right. me how like these yes. things are. That's why uh, I invited you on the show. I love the whole, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when you knew it was kind of getting a little Yeah, yeah, it was getting real. Getting, but like, Stephen A, one of the best in the game at what he does sitting yes. on sitting on there day in day out when sports are on and that small time and yep. the summertime when sports aren't really on and he's able to capture the eyes of people that's the reason why he's one of the best in that world to do that yep. and to be able to play that whether their relationship is good or bad we literally have to sit down with them and ask them but just from viewing that video it really seems like hey them boys got some some little beef behind the curtain you know it went beyond that you know it went beyond yeah that. just a little clip like whenever they went to a tv break or even after the show they're probably talking about a lot more because I mean, look, like Kyrie's been a hot topic for the last few years. He's yep. always been in the media. And Stephen A has, like, to play the side of Jay for a second, yep. Stephen A has always been a little long-winded with Kyrie and kind of has every move he's made, and he's yep. always kind of talking about it. But I think Stephen A, like, he's, you know, he's one of the best in the business at, like, doing that media game and, like, yep. having his take on it. And to combat and go to the Stephen A side, I think, like, he's just being himself. And it's like yeah. he's not taking it as personally as what Jay – assumed he was doing right because Jay, Jay keeping his hands off of it it's kind of like I like how Stephen A went after him yeah and started yeah. doing the whole yeah mocking him a little bit and yeah him a little fired up it's like what is your stance on it? like that's what our show is like yeah. you need to have a stance yeah yeah it's first take yeah you're t- you're, you yeah. have to take something there. <laughs> yeah. you have to literally put something into yeah. it no Stephen interesting Stephen A is a pro's pro if like you're gonna sit there and have a debate with him he's gonna be able to sit and he has a laundry list of things he can pull out um he's a dictionary yeah uh Kyrie Irving is one of those guys that's like any given day, if you're like, what are we going to talk about? It's like, what? let's talk about Kyrie Irving. Because yeah. he's got some shit that like, just says outlandish stuff. People are saying he goes to these franchises, breaks them down, LeBron James, all these different things. And now it's like, this guy is easy to go and pick on. Yeah. So it, playing um, Stephen A, it's like, that's a, that's a smart move by him. Because you know when that name is brought up, all the controversy he's had in the last three, four years, yeah. it's easy to see people look at him and be like, oh, hey, what's Stephen A saying about him now? 
Yep. So what was your what was your opinion on it? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a very coachable moment. I thought Stephen A. Uh, Jay Williams accused Stephen A. of being triggered all the time. And Stephen A. was like, "I'm not triggered. He's like, I don't lose any sleep over these guys." He's like, "But at the same time, he's like, I'm giving you this platform. He's like, you basically have to take a stance." And I think it was a very coachable moment from from Stephen A. to Jay Williams. I don't know if they have any beef like off the court or you know outside you know yeah. um, behind the scenes, but it seemed like he was kind of putting him in his place. And I think he did a great job. They should have some B-roll in that situation where like they go to break and then they keep a camera on. Like during the commercial, break. Yeah. like do they sit there and kind of just, yeah, and like write notes about what they're gonna say, or they yeah. sit there and go, hey, that was, I'm gonna do this next time, I'm gonna do that, because right. you know there's always like, I thought that oh, yeah. different real, games. I playing. thought that one was real. Yeah. You think it was? Yeah, yeah I think so. Like, a, uh, it, it's. But seemed... how many times have you seen Stephen A? Like he has that demonstrative tone where he just like wants to be loud and obnoxious. And he knows like that's just what's gonna get the views and the eyes and the ears. Yeah. I'm not necessarily thinking that. I kind of like agree with you. I don't think it's something that Stephen A loses sleep over. I think mm. he's just be, being Stephen A. He goes and like does it. Jay was getting a little more heated internally about it, like trying to say, you know, you're trying to be demonstrative. You seem a little bit more emotional. It's like when you say that, you kind of know something, yeah. something's happening yeah. inside. Like, I don't think it's. Uh, yeah, I don't think Stephen A was getting getting too worked yeah. up about it. It's like, hey, this, this is, is his name. job. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost, my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Trent Dilfer, probably the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl. He's the only quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl (laughs) and get cut the next year. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Calling the modern day game (laughs) not impressive. Let's talk to a guy that plays in the modern game, Taylor. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about hardly? Um, how do you feel about Trent Dilfer's uh, words on today's game? I mean, uh, they dominated. Yeah, game. I think this is this is Trent Dilfer's idea of playing the game of how can I get more eyes and ears on me to make me the head coach of UAB a little more uh, relevant. Two years ago, Trent Dilfer was the head coach of a high school football team that's Liscom Academy in Nashville, Tennessee. Get him. He's a good guy. I've been around Trent. I like Trent. I've spent, I've spent time with Trent, and I enjoy it. These remarks are ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I'm not impressed. I love Tom Brady. I love Aaron Rodgers, but, like, it's not impressive. Kindly, shut the fuck up. Like, it's not, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so ridiculous to say modern-day football. You can't press. But you can go press. You can reroute receivers within five yards. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, how the, that's how the game is played. That's how you're allowed to do it. You got to play the game. You got to know the rules. Use the rules to your advantage. You should, Trent Dilford played the game. He can probably talk about X's and O's. He's probably a fantastic coach at UAB. Yeah. But if you're talking about NFL quarterbacks, you do not need to be talking about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and criticize the way they've handled their business. Because yeah. if you're going to criticize it, let's, let's look at the resumes. Yep. And that's the, hey, I'm not talking disrespect. I'm just talking facts in the situation. The resume of Trent Dilford does not hold up, hold a candle to either of those resumes. Yep. So, so does that mean he can't talk about it since he doesn't have that he can t- He can talk about it, but th- he can talk about football. He can talk about what I like and dislike about football. But to bring those names into it and say that you're not impressed about that, because he's basically implying in this that their, their careers have a little bit of a blemish on it because modern day and they're changing the rules for the quarterback and they're, they're changing it so the defense is more at a disadvantage when it comes to playing against the offense. That's just you sitting in a room. He gets claps. He gets the cheers. You've seen the video, right? There's a crowd sitting there. They're all loving it and buying into it. And he, 
you can see his face go from that light pale skin to a little more pink in the cheeks as he's really enjoying yeah. the, the praise he's getting for that. Yeah. All you did was say something that people are going to be able, it's like me saying we should, we should uh, retire the number 12 for every NFL team. It's like, that's just, I'm going to put this out here and let the world burn for a little bit on the bird. Like, he's just saying shit to say shit. Sure. And it doesn't make any, it's like, if he's being serious, Trent, we got to have a conversation, buddy. Like, we can't, we can't be doing that. But this is just a, a ridiculous statement. Wow, we can end on this. Well, how do you think Trent Dilfer would do in today's uh, game? I mean, I'm not sure on how he would do in today's game. I respectfully disagree somewhat That's okay. on that entire, just because I feel like, I feel like the way he said it and being like unimpressed, I think that's where it's like, okay, I mean, that everything that these quarterbacks have done is impressive. I think both can kind of be true to where it's like the game has changed. Quarterbacks are way more protected. They're not taking blows. They're not taking damage the way the old school quarterbacks used to do. And guys aren't getting teed off on over the middle. Like all of this stuff that protects and keeps the quarterbacks healthy, I feel like allows, you know, Tom at, at 45 wouldn't be able to, I don't think he'd be able to play in the in his 40s like this if it was a decade sooner mm-hmm. if he would have been doing his career from like 90 to two to, what is it well, what's the math on that 90 to 2013 mm-hmm. I don't think he would have had like necessarily a 23 year career had it been those rules to protect the quarterback that came in to this modern game that he's referring to but to say it's like unimpressive that's where it's like okay bro like they're still fucking winning Super Bowls going to the playoffs every year doing this like they're franchise QBs Trent was never a franchise QB he did win a Super Bowl which is like you're a Super Bowl winner like sure. be proud of that you can be proud of that but to say it's like uh, to, to me, the unimpressed remark comes off as in, like, I could probably do that, too. Where it's like, <laughs> right, uh, yes. Yes, it's, yes. That's probably would not have happened. See, the thing I have an uh, issue with what you were saying is, like, you're talking about, uh, to, what, 90 to 2013? Mm-hmm. Like, Tom was in half of that. Like, he, he was yeah. able to play in that time. You can still hit the quarterback. The things that are a little not ridiculous. Really. And, and I understand this is a defensive player talking to an offensive player, so there's going to yeah. be some disagreement here. But if you're going to hit – like, if you're in the pocket – it's very difficult to hit the quarterback and be able to get a sack without a roughing the passer situation or, you know, like anything like that. Quarterback gets out of the pocket, mm-hmm. breaks the framework of those two tackles. The best thing to do is go low on a quarterback because you will not get called for a penalty ever. Like if you're a smart defensive player, you're going to go at the legs. And that is the number one thing that's going to take out a player. Like th- there are still ways to hit. The quarterback thing, I can get with you on. Rerouting receivers, you can still do that. Hitting guys over the middle, you can still do that. You got to stay away from the head and neck region. You got to put your head on the ball. It gets dicey. It gets dicey. But you can you can put your head on the football and get away with it and be all right. You can still put big booms on dudes. Yeah. You can still not do no, that. not in the same way, bro. Not in the same not way. in the same way. But I'm game. saying like it's not like the, it's balls not, aren't getting the jarred way, loose. If a ball gets jarred loose, the way the statement the way the statement is framed is like football has become like the Pro Bowl, some bullshit flag football with a couple of uh, song and dances in the corner. Football is not that. It's still a gladiator I'm not sport. That. It's still no. I'm saying what Trent is saying. Now, you're playing a halfway between what Trent's saying and what I'm saying right now. I'm meeting you in the middle of where you and I are at. The, fo- the game has gotten a little bit softer from hitting guys, when you can hit guys, when you can't hit guys, like a little slap in the helmet for a quarterback. Let's, let's get off the tip Really for a soft on the quarterback. Really soft on the quarterback in the pocket. When he gets out of the pocket, that's where things go a little more old school, where you can hit them low, you can hit them hard, and you can hit them in a way that's going to make them feel a certain way come Monday. Yeah. And that's where he can't necessarily speak on, like, Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes, like, because they're, they're wizards outside the pocket. Well, wizards right? outside I mean, the pocket. That yeah. is where it's But like it's impressive. a dude's like, you got to go. You're aiming for that thigh. You're aiming for that knee if you're going at him. you got to hit them low. That way you don't get that type of penalty. 
hits over the middle, they have become less and far and few between. This isn't Ray Lewis of old where you're allowed to just deck dudes in the corner. Brian Dawkins. But Brian Dawkins. He's going to see God today type stuff. Yes. But I'm saying you can still go and hit guys and make them feel a certain way within the framework of the rules. It's still a very violent and aggressive gladiator sport. And I think it's so easy to go and say, oh, we've gotten soft. Yet the game has gotten softer to keep guys safer. Now there's been more concussions this year than any other year. So like, how about we start reevaluating the situation, boys? But you can, it's still violent. Guys are still hurt on a daily basis. The injury rate is still 100% when you play in the NFL. It is a hard fucking sport to play. I think we can all agree that the game has gotten softer since Will Compton has left it. Um, no question about it. Trent Dilfer is in no position to call any quarterback career or any quarterbacking unimpressive. His career was very unimpressive. Um, that's, we got Super Bowl we, winner. That's it. Dude, he was a quarterback for my team. He sucks. Um, Who's this? Trent Dilfer. Um, this, that's the run. We got to go do the yak. That's the rundown. Uh, February 7th. Appreciate you guys. Busting with the boys. Subscribe to the pod. Um, trust the data. Buy a hat. Let's go.